All right, welcome uh, to our uh, next episode of How You Seize It. This is going to be uh, episode 13. Uh, we're going to call this one uh, Getting Back episode, to Norm. Episode 13. That's kind of fitting for uh, episode 13, right? our, uh, our current situation. And All I noticed right. you retitled we're... it. We're no longer How We Seize It, but How You Seize It. No, really? That's what you said. No, it should be. Oh, I, God, I always do that. <laughs> I read, I even have it written down as How We Seize It. I, I'm horrible. I don't know. Did I really? All right. Anyways, it's how we seize it because there's two of us and we both seize it, right? Not just how he sees it or how I sees it. But that's really what it comes down to. Um, all right. So yeah, it's how, how, how we seize it with uh, me, Noah, and uh, with my main man, Steve. Say hello, Steve. Hello. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, uh, thanks for joining us. Um, if you're listening to this, this is uh, actually one of our first uh podcast where we're on a legitimate podcast network instead of just kind of sending it through some awkward ways so that's kind of cool uh something new um it's also our first podcast since we've been in lockdown now for what 21 something days i've heard is it uh, the last one we did we were on were we on partial lockdown i think we were on partial lockdown i don't think they had uh, issued the the uh the california shelter in place order, but I think they had done the, the Sonoma County. Uh, oh, maybe. Uh, I can't remember. I we, think we, we certainly it, talked about it. <laughs> yeah, it was getting, it was getting close. It was right at the beginning of it. Cause I know, uh, it was a Wednesday cause we, we normally did these on Wednesday nights. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was right at the beginning. Um, I know when, you know, matter of fact, I think it was, uh, it had to be right at the beginning because the first, it was one of the first days either right before or right after my work had actually said, okay, nobody come in, which only lasted one day, which sucked. I was trying to hope get some more free days, but <laughs> um, yeah. So no, that, yeah, it's been a while though, but no, it, it, you know, we had to figure out how to do this remotely, uh, which the podcast. You know, it, yeah. Right. Well, yeah, which, bear with know, us because we basically figured it out today too. <laughs> <laughs> We've asked some questions, and it's yeah. not like reinventing the wheel because tons of people are doing it. Matter of fact, um, today I listen. Today was one of my days where I kind of went through and was like, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna just scour looking for some different podcasts. Um, I do that every once in a while, and I'll just I'll just randomly go through and kind of find things. And uh, everybody is trying to do these remotely, like ones that um, I happen to listen to a, a Joe Rogan one uh, with a, a comedian, uh, Bert Kesker. Kesker? real funny guy anyways uh so i started listening to some of his and he's doing one now with um bill burr and uh it's the bill and burt podcast and it's just these two comedians just bullshit which is hilarious to me um but they, they had to do their first one from the quarantine so they were doing it you know remotely and you know you hear all these people kind of kind of like just talking about it and what everybody's going through and it's kind of fun you know um but it was interesting going through and just seeing all the different you know Podcasts are blowing up right now because, you know, people can't get out. So what are they doing? <laughs> That's how they can that live. Well, that and live videos, right? Um, live videos on on Facebook and stuff like that. And and apparently Instagram and all these things, just more and more people are doing these live live videos. And uh, it's kind of a cool way to do it. Matter of fact, um, <clears throat> we did. A, we played. A, what did we play? It was it's like damn game. Yahtzee. We did a family Yahtzee game with my sister-in-law and brother-in-law from Boston and my brother-in-law and sister-in-law and their kids in Petaluma. 
and my mother-in-law in Petaluma and, and the family here. I think we had two two videos going here, but we all did that and we're playing Yahtzee through through uh, uh, <laughs> can't even remember what what Zoom. I think it was Zoom, right? It was kind of cool. Cindy was know. doing a, a jukebox TV uh, session with some people from work the other night. She was having a lot of fun. And then you were texting me the other night trying to get Star Wars trivia answers. I'm not sure what that was. Oh, yeah. Like. <laughs> well, okay. So, yeah. So, my, my daughter have been doing a um, – you know, they, they usually have the um, the trivia nights at the pub, right, or at the, the breweries and right. stuff like that, uh, Fog Belt. And apparently the guy that runs them there has been doing them live – he, uh, I can't remember what app, but uh, yeah, so we were sitting here and, and my daughter threw it up on her TV through Apple TV from her phone and uh, was was on the computer with a couple of her friends. And we were sitting in the living room and it was Star Wars trivia. So I was like, well, I got to phone a friend. And so, <laughs> yeah, so I was texting you. And then, so yeah, that was, we're doing, you know, and it's, there was like, oh, there had to be like 30 other teams doing it. And this guy's just, you know, broadcasting from his bedroom doing the trivia and all the people are typing in and it was kind of fun it was it was a it was a cool thing something i did i would have never thought you know bar trivia at home you know but it was it was fun nice you know yeah. and we made it we made it like we were there so because you know we had beers uh we had went to three disciples and got some of their uh their 32 ounce crawlers and they had that triple wide uh which we had when we did the invisible man so uh, I got got a can of that, that 32 ouncer, and killed that thing during it. So I was having a lot of fun. Yeah, they're still doing the curbside pickup for the for the yep. beers, and yeah, okay. I know I got a notice from Spiritworks, one of the the gin manufacturer in uh, in Sebastopol, that they'd stopped doing their curbside. So I wasn't sure if that was uh, oh interesting. If if that's starting to, to uh, no matter of fact, um, <clears throat> no, it seems to me like well the ones that I I frequent and uh follow and stuff like that no they're still advertising it they're doing you know it's a four-hour window essentially a mm -hmm. uh, buddy of mine uh that was doing the barbecue i think he went to uh what we had uh camacho's barbecue you know he just got his truck uh he started doing uh where he goes to a place and then he'll have like a, a two-hour window and you pre-order and you just come and pick it up we did that uh, a couple weekends ago that was pretty cool people people are figuring it out you know it's not it's not completely locked everything down, but you know, they're, they're finding ways to keep, keep active and keep open, which is good. You know, keep yeah. people in Yeah. Well, I mean, we're having to, to do karate over, over zoom. You're right. That's pretty oh, crazy. God, yeah. Um, I, I taught yesterday. Uh, I helped with one of the kids classes cause there's, there's three groups in one of the levels. So they wanted an extra teacher. So I got on it and I'm like, how am I going to do, how do you teach karate? <laughs> through a TV, you know, or through the internet. And luckily I only had one person in it and she kind of knew what we were already going over. So it was just some, it was more detail and more, more knowledge stuff. So that was interesting, but man, I can see trying to teach someone something new, like a form or something like that. God, man, it could get, it could get crazy. So yeah. I, it'll, it'll be interesting. I haven't done the class I, uh, as the student yet. Um, that'll be tomorrow. So we'll see how that goes. That'll be kind of fun. I've done the cardio, um, through the through the online which well, is kind of that's just like doing a fitness class on, on it, it is TV. yeah yeah no one's gonna yell at me to you know straighten my leg while i'm doing you know my jumping jacks or anything like that or <laughs> have to explain to me how to do jumping jacks <laughs> so, i hope not 
What are you drinking? So what have you been up to? Oh, uh, today I've got it's a it says a um, it's called Brew Free is is uh, the um, brand and they're from Oregon and this is a blood orange IPA. Uh, we found these uh, a couple weeks ago. Me and Sierra were at the uh, store and we were just it was right be- it was right before the lockdown. We knew things were, were starting to shut up and we're like, oh, we better we better stock up on some <laughs> some beers. And so uh, we were at Safeway and just looking through, and that one looked pretty good. So we grabbed it, and uh, it turned out really good. I, I enjoyed it. It's a it's kind of a hazy, um, uh, but it's got it's it's a subtle blood orange taste, and it's not bad at all. I mean, the true true beer drinkers like the Kincaids that uh, are more purists would probably not like it. <laughs> not bitter enough for them. Yeah, no. Well, it's funny. That's uh, so, you know, we go out, we go out drinking with them and, uh, it was always fun because, uh, you know, they give me crap because I, I like, you know, the more fruitier beers and the sweeter beers. And, and so, uh, as my tastes have started to change and stuff, he was even telling me, he's like, Oh, you're no fun anymore. You don't make the bitter face anymore. And stuff like that. So we always had fun, but it was, it was always one of those ones is like, they, they would taste it and they were like, Oh yeah, you'll like this one. Sure enough, I would, and or they'll, they'll, I'll taste mine. I'll go, oh, no, you're not gonna like this one because they didn't care for it as much. And it was a lot of fun, but it's interesting how people have such different taste in beer. So, so what are you drinking tonight? Uh, I'm drinking a wine, which actually is unusual because I haven't had I haven't had <clears throat> beer or wine most this whole shelter in place. I've been sticking to uh, to gin and tequila sure. and stuff. A little harder, uh, but I didn't have anything to mix tonight with it. So, oh, um, yeah, that would. So, Casey went out to the grocery store the other night. I said, "Pick me up a bottle of wine," and this is a. Let's see, it's a blend. Yep, Grenache, Syrah, Mavedra, um, blend. It's Glad you had to read it. I would have butchered that. Pretty tasty, <laughs> but um, um, I have been drinking. Uh, I, I, I got some tequila and I pulled some, some lemons off our tree and I came back with some grapefruits and I made like a citrus, uh, margarita, which was really good, but that sounds good. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, it was like you squeeze a whole, whole, uh, grapefruit, uh, half an orange, um, some lime triple sec and tequila and it, it, it goes down really nice. Uh, but then, you know, you only have so many grapefruits to squeeze and then, and then you're out and you got to go back to the <laughs> right. store. So last, last oh, time I was at the store, I picked up a bottle of grapefruit, sparkling grapefruit. And I was just adding that to gin, uh, since then <laughs> as my drink of choice. So, uh, I got, that's not bad. No, okay. So my question is, is okay. the grapefruit, is it, is it the ruby red grapefruit or is it the regular, like uh, yellow grapefruit? Um, those, well, I, I mean, these were, were, were whole grapefruit. Did they have that? I think they were. The, I know, but no, I think they were. The they yellow. had that reddish color. No, nah. okay. well, inside, but not. So that's interesting. So, uh, growing up, my grandma had a, a grapefruit tree, and it was one of those ones that was the kind of more bitter, the yellowy, and stuff. And uh, I remember eating them and stuff. But uh, I've always loved uh, the ruby red grapefruits, mm-hmm. and so, but I had never had an actual grapefruit, a ruby red grapefruit. I didn't even know. I, I thought it was like some kind of mixed thing, you know, I never put two and two together. We finally got one. Um, uh, let's just get some of those farm boxes and, and they had grapefruits and it was the ruby red grapefruits. So I actually have been eating those 
like like an orange. They're so good. That's why I was I was curious. I was like, oh, man, I used I to eat them for really for breakfast growing up, where you cut them in half and then and then you get a that one of those grapefruit spoons. You know the spoons yeah, that yeah. have the little little grates at the end, so that you can you can you can you know dig it out, dig out, <laughs> dig out the the fruit and and take and then it's these little little uh, slices of uh, fruit. In the end, it just looks like a like a like a pie that's been carved out with uh, you know all sliced up. Um, you put a little sugar on it to to sweeten it up. That that was it as a kid. Right. I haven't done that in a while. Now I just I love well, that's right. that was juice, so. Well, the same here. And that's, that's why I was asking because, uh, I've had, like I said, I've had the regular grapefruits, the yellow, you know, the more bitter and, and, uh, you don't need the sugar with the ruby red grapefruits. And, I mean, they're, they're sweet enough by themselves. So it was really interesting, but nice. yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I love the grape flavor. So I can see that being pretty good. I might have to try that. <laughs> that sounds, that sounds delicious. Yeah. It's actually, uh, I like, uh, either vodka or like, a. um, like a, a rum with the grapefruit. Mm-hmm. Those are those are good. It's actually well, and I got the tequila there. and the gin covered. So I don't, right. I don't know how I'd go with uh, with a with a scotch or, or bourbon. That probably wouldn't go as well. But nah, it's yeah, a little different flavor. <laughs> the rum, if you you got to do a light rum too. You can't do like a dark. You know, I guess you probably could pull it off with like a, a spiced rum, like a yeah, you know, I guess Sailor Jerry or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's better with like a light rum, especially if you get like. I like those, uh, not the coconut rums or like a, like a pineapple flavored coconut rum. So they're a little on the sweeter side. Those, those go well with it. Sure. So definitely yeah. So good. I got the pineapple flavor or different, different. Yeah. It kind of, you know, I find it's interesting is they don't have a ton of flavor, but they have the aroma and, and just the smell sometimes is enough to kind of add that little bit of, uh, that taste to it, you know? Like if you, if you get a good s- smell off of it, sometimes it tastes different than if it doesn't have it. Which is it, which I find in the rums and stuff like that, and, and in the vodkas too, the the flavored vodkas. You know, it's more of a smell rather than a, a full flavor. That's cool. So, what other kind of stuff you got going? I know, I know, you were saying that you you're working from home now. I know you did. You you were essential for a while and having to travel. Well, right? well, <laughs> or travel yeah. from the house. I, I mean, I'm in IT, so at, at the beginning it was all about how to deliver remote <clears throat> remote access for people. I work at a, at a school, so. <clears throat> so a lot of people were trying to adapt to this idea of remote learning. Um, and so we were, we're all trying to adapt to that. <laughs> <laughs> we, we were setting up a lot of tools for, for the, uh, for the, the staff to use. Our instructional team was dealing more with the faculty, but um, so the first week, which was spring break for us, I was, I was on site doing a lot of that setup. Um, but after that, I guess it was about, two weeks ago is when uh, I came home with most of the network team and we became more remote support where we were just, you know, supporting people so that they can get connected with the, with the equipment they had from home. Um, you know, we, we were able to set up our own, you know, I'm in my, I'm, I'm in the same room where we normally do our podcasts in my daughter's old bedroom. And, and I get up at eight o'clock and I sit here and I talk to people and help them get, get connected <laughs> Um, and, and it's like every other day is a, is a full day and every other day, uh, every other other day is, 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 is downtime where I don't have much to do, where I'm kind of mixing, mixing, you know, what I have to work with, with, with some of my own home projects. So, yeah, well, I've heard a lot of people are, are 
that's one of the hard things to deal with work, working from home is, is that uh, home kind of takes over a lot of the times, you know, or if, um, you know, for those that are unlucky and have younger kids that, you know, the homeschooling takes over so much and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. I, as much well, as I want to be home, I, I can understand. Like I can't work from home. The stuff I do, I mean, they won't let me take the stuff I need home. You know, I can't bring a bag of parts home and build stuff. Right. You know, there, there are some things that I could do from home, but I would require a laptop and it's just not, it's not worth putting. I don't have that much work to do in that aspect. So, but I do, Since, I do wish I could work from home. Cindy is, uh, you know, she teaches, uh, second grade. So she's having, she's been, she's been doing some great stuff. She set up a whole online line site through, through the school, uh, for where she can put out homework, but then she's also got some interactive sites and she's having zoom class meetings uh every day where she's interacting with with the students and the parents but it's not i mean every family is a little different with what they can right. what they can do what technology they have and, and it's it's really I'm, I'm really impressed with how she's dealing with it but boy it's it's not easy and and again all these all the all the families she's dealing with obviously have have children that uh, are probably making things a little bit more hectic at home. Um, <laughs> parents aren't used to that. So I, I know um, my girls are here at the house and they're doing, they, they both work for not necessarily schools, like, like they're not full teachers like that, but they're like, you know, kind of that's teaching aid type thing. And they're spending a lot of their day online, but they've got like, separate groups that are doing little things so how how is cindy do, is she on is she on like four or five hours a day i mean how, how long is she on with them actively she usually does one hour um <clears throat> with the students another hour with her peers her, her other teachers and uh, and um but then she also has every day she has new assignments i'm putting quotation marks around assignments because it, <laughs> it, well it, it's tough because they can't hold the 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 student necessarily um if, if they do the work they do the work if they don't it's kind of a tough call right now on what you do with that i mean they're second grade so so right uh, can you just keep it them active all and, she's and doing is just she's keeping it putting it in her grade book if they do the work she's <clears> trying to be very very engaged with them um yeah. but there's trying lots of there's lots of excuses that parents are having and, and lots of lots of people lots of parents are really trying to work work with the whole situation yeah. and some some are making it a little tougher but uh, but I, I think she's she's she yeah, she is working a lot um, um, and a lot of it's just maintaining the site she had to build it first uh, she oh, used, I mean they're, they're, they used Google sites as their initial platform but then they've got some other um, platforms that are more interactive that they also uh, utilize for some of the interactive uh, online uh, curriculum, which seems kind of cool. Yeah. It, well, I mean, it, there's, it's so much going on. Like I, ha I have that, that class that we had, you know, it was a Tuesday night. And uh, so now uh, we've had two online classes so far and it's through zoom. And he basically just gives us an hour kind of lecture on his, his slides. Uh, which is interesting because it's the same kind of lecture and slides he would give us in the regular class that would take twice as long. <laughs> um, but we're getting it shorter and, and I, 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 which is nice. Um, the interesting thing is, is like, I mean, he already had to cut back half the assignments. You know, we had a big presentation and assignment that's just off the board. Now he's not even going to be part of it. Um, had to change his test up and stuff. So, uh, 
it's definitely, I mean, and, and I know this is just, this is a college class. I've heard that um, someone mentioned it last night during the class that all of Sonoma County uh, schools have been uh, dictated to say that uh, whatever their grade was going, you know, basically into that, into this where to, it can't go any lower. So like oh, okay. if they work hard online, they can get better, but they can't get any worse essentially. Basically giving the kids like, hey, there's no more school for the end of the year. I don't know if they've told them directly or if they even know, but it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of, there's that question like, well, what, what's going to happen? I mean, you got kids that were struggling or now they just going to push them through or, man, it's, well, you a, know, it's a craziness. Both, both of my kids <clears throat> um, are finishing up their, uh, their, um, their two year degrees at, at the JC here and they've applied for, the four-year <clears throat> colleges and uh in a lot of the class a lot of the classes they're taking this semester or the, i mean most of them are required to to transfer um and and so my concern was that oh if then you know if 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 they don't if they're not able to complete these or, or what what happens right. when uh but it, it sounds like at least the universities are being very supportive of of how how the the community college deals with it if if you know they go with what they say that they'll just trust the community college that they're getting the education and if there's a little catch-up that needs to be done it's not going to get in the way of of transferring to to the the college it sounds like they're still yeah. on on track to to put out their acceptances and 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 move forward but uh, but that was a little i wasn't sure how that was going to play out yeah we have the same thing with uh, my youngest she's uh dealing with that too um she's in that you know, letters out to colleges and, mm -hmm. you know, needing to finish things this semester to make it all worthwhile. And which is kind of weird. Cause it's like, you have to apply before you're finished and they have to, you know, mm -hmm. it just seems like a weird system. It, I mean, it is what it is. Hopefully it'll all work out and, and things go. All right. Well, I don't know about you, but I'm done with the Rona talk. Right. <laughs> what you call it? <laughs> yeah. The 20, uh, so <laughs> You know, on the we uh, I do this nightly. Uh, uh, it's a live stream from one of the guys from the the Turtle Soup podcast, and uh, it's called Corn Stream. And so he started this like three days into the the quarantine kind of thing, and so he just you know bullshits for for an hour, and it's fun. But uh, yeah, and one of the things that came up the other day was like the coronavirus uh, giveth and it taketh away. <laughs> so you know, there's all these cool things that are coming out. It's like people getting used to online, like where I'm at, where we're doing right now, but then there's all the stuff that happens and takes away from it. It's kind of interesting, but yeah, it was the Rona taketh and, or giveth and taketh away. <laughs> so yeah, that was kind of... All right. So this was kind of a, a get back, to, uh, get back to normal podcast for us. Uh, we weren't going to go over anything in particular as far as like, um, you know, we've watched anything and directly we're going to deep dive on that or talk about uh, trailers or anything. But what we did want to talk about was, what are we watching now? Um, especially since, uh, you know, with the time we have, everything is we're all uh, cooped up. Yeah. We're all cooped up. So the binge watching is, is, is real. Um, <clears throat> so, I mean, I personally haven't had any extra time to watch shows um, other than um, I guess that's not true. Cause I do have extra time because we are not going out every night or going, you know, I don't have martial arts three nights a week. Um, we're not teaching other nights and stuff like that. So I guess I have been watching a little bit more. So what we wanted to do is talk about just, just kind of things, what we're, what we're watching. 
And uh, so, Steve, what's what's uh, what's your main show you've been watching? The main show, um, I, well, I, I binge watched the entire series. <clears throat> I, I I got H. I, I canceled CBS All Access because I finished Picard, which we can talk about on another podcast or, or touch yeah, on yeah, we another. we got to finish um, our last three episodes on that one. Um, but I uh, I canceled that, um, and so with the extra savings, I decided to pick up HBO which is a little bit more expensive, but they were offering a little bit of a free trial. And I thought, ah, oh, I want to check this out because I wanted to watch Watchmen. <clears throat> but right, that's right. not what I watched instead. Instead, I got on <laughs> and I spotted uh, The Outsider. Um, the Outsider is a, a Stephen King adaptation. Right. You're always, I've always known you as being a huge Stephen King fan. I read Game most of his books. Are. I read all his new stuff. I, I didn't read him early on, but about a, a dozen years ago, someone turned me on to... Uh, to his his books and i was i was a little skeptical because i'm not a I, because i'm i'm more of a skeptic and i thought well it's supernatural i don't know but uh but i started reading it and i got really uh, interested uh in his writing style he's really he really takes a deep dive into the psychosis of people dealing with these kind of wild supernatural experiences and i liked that i liked that he he really addressed that skepticism, what 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 happens to to real authentic people when they're faced with something that is so out there, and uh, the outsider was a book a couple years ago that that came out. I I I liked the setup. A lot of his books, I I, I enjoy the setup, and I'm not as fond as how they they wrap themselves up because I think I think sometimes it's it's just um, he's looking for an ending to make it make it a little <laughs> bit more fun but that's that's the case with a lot of fiction 30 chapters um, in and now he's got to put a bow on it yeah kind of thing um but uh but i really i liked how this the book um dealt with this idea of unbelievers people that don't believe in something that's a little uh more far-fetched and in watching the series which i thought was a little stretched out it was 10 parts so it was 10 hours uh, a book adaptation which which in, on its own is pretty is pretty nice because uh, uh, typically uh, a book adaptation from Stephen King gets squeezed into a two-hour movie and you just don't right, get it. Right. Whereas this was really able to explore a lot of things. It didn't change much. It was pretty, pretty uh, stayed pretty true to the material, but it also really did a good job in in getting a feeling of that skepticism that people feel when they're faced with supernatural uh, experiences, and even the lead character played by Ben Mendelsohn, I think is his name. He was the, he was in Rogue One. He was the, the main bad guy in Rogue One. Um, that, uh, oh, okay. Um, but he was wonderful in, in just how he dealt with the, the, the experience. So it, it, the, the series, I think, had a really strong start. It drugged quite a bit during the middle, and the ending was really solid. Um, so overall, I thought it was, was pretty good, but one thing it did so well was just carry that authentic uh, realistic uh, feeling of of what do you, how do you, how do you approach something that is so uh, supernaturally crazy in in our authentic world and 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 I I I really got a good feel for that uh, so so I for that reason I would recommend it uh, it just knowing that it does kind of drag a little bit and I almost think sometimes when when you think oh it's a 10 part 10 hour series they, I wonder if even the producers probably wish they could have cut a little bit to, cut, cut, to trim it down. down. Maybe can we do maybe this on eight. Can we get this in eight? <laughs> yeah, maybe they were forced to to drag it out to to ten episodes. It just seemed a little stretched at times. But 
got, that's... got a little Game of Thrones. Like this is going too <laughs> is long. That, we got that... <laughs> I only watched the first season of Game of Thrones, so oh, I'm not the good person God. to ask. But yeah, yeah, no, yeah. So uh, a guy that I've been listening to has talked about it. So I was I got interested. Talked about the pulled... outsider. Yeah, yeah. So I pulled that uh, uh, on Audible, the uh, the audiobook, and I was like, oh, let me check it out. So I read the the synopsis on it, and I was like, oh, that that sounds pretty cool. So now you're someone that had read the book and then watched the series. Mm-hmm. Now, um, there's always been that criticisms when uh, books are made into shows or movies and stuff. Did did this is this one of those ones where they had to cut so much and change so much that it it isn't as true to the book, or is this one of those ones? If you read the books, are you going to be are you going to be accepting of what they did? I. You know, they did change a little bit, but considering the 10-hour running time, they had a lot of room to really stick to everything. You know, you look at some of his, you know, you look at something like The Shining, you know, that was right. that was a, a, a very, very good book, but it was it was very different than the Stanley Kubrick adaptation. The, I, I always found the book, again, was a little bit more supernatural. Whereas yeah, Stanley you talk, Kubrick, we've talked about that before. Stanley Kubrick took a took a much more psychological approach, which is a I, I think it's a brilliant movie. But he really had to make it into something that was his own, especially because you're dealing with such a a different medium and a different time length. You can't get everything in. So, well, that's what I find with books too. Is is they miss out when you go to a movie? Is you can't get the inside voice, you can't get the head voice of people in in the narration down as much. So that's I think where a lot of stuff goes missing. Right. Stephen Stephen King does a lot of a lot of talk about what's going on in someone's mind. Right. And it's tough to get that on screen. They they actually did introduce they added a character. They kind of expanded on a character in this not so much to I I got the feeling that it was more so that one of the persons one of the people that was investigating a lot of things had someone to talk to while they were while they were doing so that outside inside voice can become an outside voice. Yes, exactly. Gotcha. Exactly. And that's that that so it worked for me. Um, that's cool. That's so cool. So I, yeah, that, that, which which one did I enjoy more? Um, I, I probably enjoyed the book more, but uh, but this had its own highlights just in the performance of uh, of Ben Mendelsohn and just the fact that that it was able to carry that that idea of unbelievability so effectively. You know, I almost always find that if you've read the book and then watch a show, you almost always watch the book better. Like I can't think of anything that I've ever saw that I was like, oh, that was better than the book. You know, um, well, I I get that feeling when when the when the movie takes a different approach and makes it like 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 but the makes shining, it separate. The Shining, it's, 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 it's well, hard those are to too different. I know, but right? It, it makes the Shining's different enough to where it's hard to really compare them. And same thing with yeah, like yeah. the third um, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. I thought I thought that was such a good movie in that in how it took advantage of, of the cinema experience, something that you couldn't do in the, in, or, you know, it was just a different medium and stuff. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. I, I'll, okay. Agree, I'll agree with you. I, I'll agree with you that they, they able to make it like if, if you've never read the books and watched them, they were great. If you read the books though, I think none of the movies ever fully lived up to it because they had to cut so much. Yeah. And absolutely. It, but, but, you're talking, but when you're talking about the shining, I never read the shining book, but that movie on its own still, stood alone as like an incredible i mean to this day it, it still terrifies me i can't walk down a, ho- a hotel lobby or a hotel hallway especially if they have red carpet without getting creeped out 
I, I think that's a book that if you read the book, you would probably say, you know what? I think the movie's better just because you're much more in touch with the movie and the, and the book becomes much more, more, more supernatural stuff happens. And it's, it, right. it, it, you, it, you think, Oh, I don't know. I, I, you, you kind of prefer the way the movie plays it out. Um, nice. But that's just, I, I saw it in that order as well. I saw the movie when I was younger and didn't read the book until I actually read it with my, my son and I read it together. <laughs> That's a that's a good bonding book, because then he comes running in and yeah, I'm scared, <laughs> right? No, that's cool. I I get that. He wasn't that young. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if I read I, it right I now, I would probably be doing. I'd be like, I gotta watch some Disney apps, you know. But that's that's kind of a I don't I don't do well. I mean, we already know that you you you're much better with horror movies than I am. Speaking of Disney, you know, since we're talking about binge watching, did you see that they they released Onward on Disney streaming? Yes, I did. I watched it already. Yeah, I watched it too. Which which so it was in, good. it was in the theater for you know right before this went like down a day. about a month ago. <laughs> yeah, and and then they released it on uh, paid pay per view or something like that for for like twenty bucks. But then yeah. just a few days ago, uh, they they well dropped Amazon it on Prime Disney. has dropped a bunch of the movies like we were going to go see the uh, the Hunt. The Hunt. Sure. Um, yeah. Bloodsport. But there's still 20 bucks if you want to watch yeah, it. Yeah. And it's like, uh, if Which I was going to pay 20 bucks, I want the hard, I want the hard Blu-ray. I want the disc. Well, how much if do I'm we pay, pay when we go to the theater? I, mean, it's... I oh, it's not the money. It's, I just, I hate buying a digital movie. Cause then it's like, Oh, what happens when that all goes away? You know, I know. It's, it's a situation where they're just trying to figure out how to recoup some of their, I, I think what they should have, or... I, I almost wish they would have dropped the price a little bit. Well, that's obviously what they did with Onward. They decided. Well, uh, Onward, is... that's just Disney. They're just like they're being cool. Yeah. Well, you know. I, yeah. I, yeah. Uh, I actually thought Onward was great. I, I enjoyed that quite a bit. Um, not gonna lie, it made me tear up a little bit. That I thought that movie was really effective with just pulling on the heartstrings. I thought it was a pretty good oh, movie. God, yeah. Uh, but 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 boy, I was yeah, I was tearing up. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I can't. I haven't talked to anybody being yet. Being a that father, hasn't... you know, we're both. <laughs> Right? No. God, no kidding. Yeah, it had some good comedy in it. Had some good um, laughs. You know, there there was there were some things that just made me just crack up, and then there was some really definite uh, emotional moments. It it was it was a classic. uh, I guess it's not Disney; it's Pixar, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but that's Disney. Yeah, well, it is Disney now, but Pixar. (laughs) It's different though. Pixar and Disney are not the same anymore. I mean, even though they're under the same umbrella. Pixar is is different. It was they, a good uh, transition when I transitioned. Yeah, you, know, you mentioned Disney. Oh, yeah. I thought I thought yeah. it worked. So <laughs> get off my back. No. <laughs> oh my God! No, it's not even that. No, it is <laughs> it is Disney because that's the parent company. I'm just saying. But if you if you if you compare a Disney film to a, a Pixar film, they have a different feel. Like when you when you play them, you can almost see a difference. And it's so not like just Frozen the Two. Frozen Two is another example of something they released. They released at least early. It still had a yeah. time, uh, running time. I haven't watched that yet, but that's a good one too. I I enjoyed the I enjoyed the first one. I I mean, but I like those kind of movies, so I think they're fun. Um, I did too. I, that's I, another I, one. Yeah, I I always remember the snowman when he's impaled. Oh no, I've been impaled. Yeah, I think is uh, he, he goes from being he's funny, and then at some point you're like, holy crap, you're the most annoying thing ever. <laughs> Really, it's it's like oh, you're so funny. At sometimes, and then oh my god, if I had to walk around with you, I would melt you. I really would. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's that's another good one. 
All right. What cool. have you been? Uh, uh, so we're, we're going to go on a, on a bit. I haven't really been able to sit and just binge binge um, stuff. But uh, one of the things is uh, we had been talking about discovery because we're, uh, right. we're, when we were talking about Picard and you said you had watched it. And, and so I had never really like, Oh, you know what? So I started watching that and uh, we just finished up the la- uh, the first season oh, uh, gosh. here. Just, and uh it's a very uh, at first I was I was kind of all into it and then I kind of got like ah, what the hell's going on here? It, That's the a, way I felt with that. I thought it fell flat at the a, end. Oh god, the 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 last episode was such a letdown. Right? It like, totally tried to tree... wrap everything up in oh ridiculous god. ways. It's like quick quick quick, let's get to something new. The trailer, like you watch the the second to the last episode and they're like, hey, coming next week. And they're showing it. You're like, holy fuck, we're getting an epic movie style <laughs> episode. And then they show it and you're like, what? You didn't even have half the cool shit in the trailer. Yeah. It, it, uh, so I will say if you've watched the first season, I was much more impressed with the second season. It, 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 it figured out. A, a really interesting storyline and it carried it out to through the whole whole season so so don't... well, i was kind of intrigued because they 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 mentioned pike right right well right and doesn't like, he show oh, up okay, yeah that yeah. he shows up right at the very that's the very that's how i it like ends. him i like him i like the um, actor they chose for him uh he's he's got the same uh, he's got a really good uh energy and a, a really good uh presence um he, he works and yeah he's there for the whole second season so I, I read some stuff about this and they had some uh, some turnover at in the executive area between the first, second and third season. And I think the uh, turnovers actually happened during the middle of the season. And I think that's why it was going one direction and all of a sudden it fucking flipped on us. Yeah, it was so weird because they, they really were hammering in it. And I like the characters. Um, there's some I like better than others. And I thought and it, up until it got towards the end, I was like, I was really liking some of these characters. And then they, it went weird. And I was like, I, I don't know. If I like these guys anymore as much. So it's, it's definitely interesting. It had some, had some good twists. I'll give them that. Like their, their main twist was pretty spot on. I was like, I did not see that one coming. That was Which... good. With the, the, the main captain. I don't want to give too oh, many spoilers oh, right, right. in case anyone yeah. hasn't seen it. Well, Cause I'm recommending for people that are, our Star Trek fans should watch it. Do you think that was planned at the beginning or was that something that they, I, I think that's something I, that they had to write, they wrote in. I, I think it was something written in because yeah. I don't, it seemed very strange. That's that what it felt it like towards the end. Is that so they much. were just trying to wrap up these stories and figure out ways of making it, uh, just get it on a n- different train. Well, um, I think it happened in the middle. Something happened in the middle where, mm-hmm. cause it, it definitely, it's almost like two seasons in one. It, it they really did the time. Is. They did the, the the Groundhog Day episode, which was fun, and it seemed like after that everything just kind of fell apart. That actually, <laughs> I thought that was clever. Well, I that's what I said. Like it was one. fun. It was fun. You can, I mean, yeah. it, it, the, all the Star Treks have a time based episode. That's a little <laughs> bit. It always makes you think. Oh, okay, here we're dealing with with the, you know time so, and and all the things that that you can you can poke holes in. But but it was still fun, and uh, so, I was. It was kind of a standalone episode, but after that, it seemed like it fell apart. Okay, I'll ask you now without trying to do too many spoilers. They ended the season in a way that seemed very different from how uh, the next Star Trek started, where the Klingons were were basically in control, right? 
they had wiped out three fourths of the the Starfleet area, right? Okay. And they and they never they never really talked about that. And I was like, um, that was never the case in any of the other Star Treks. And this is supposed to be pre original. Pre original. So I was kind of right. I was like, that's what I had a problem with. Is they they were doing story things that fucked up the future. That real, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know how they're going to handle that. And that's where I had uh, is, is there were some certain things that not only that, but there was in, in some inconsistencies throughout the the episodes where, you know, you start off with the Klingons are just all about Klingon, very, very. Um, God, I can't think of the right word race, not really racist, but they're very about all about Klingons and not really accepting of any other race. And then in the last episodes, their home world is infested with about 14 different races, right? Oh. It's not just Klingon. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. What, what the fuck? Like your home world. Come on. It, you, you guys are trying to wipe out everybody else because they're not Klingon, but your home world is got just a bunch of different races on it. It's like, come on, that doesn't make sense at all. So there, there's some huge plot holes in it that I was like, that bugged me. But in all, I, I still, I enjoyed it. And I did like some of the characters. I didn't like, um, it got a little graphic and a, and a lot more violent than any other Star Trek that I've ever seen. You're, you're right. And you know, you pointed that out with, uh, with Picard. And right. ever since you did that, I've been kind of, I've been focusing a little bit on that and I, I, I agree with you. I think they've really turned this away from that family show it used to be. And, and <laughs> right. I, I, I tend to agree with your, 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 how you see that, how, you know, that, the I didn't think about that before, but I, I wish it was a little bit more wholesome. I think that's, that's right. fair that you think of Star Trek and it's okay that it's wholesome. It's trying to look at, look at things um, and try to try to make sense of it all in a, in a very wholesome way. And, uh, mm-hmm. and yeah, you, they've changed it quite a bit. They've dropped, they drop, you know, they drop language and, oh. and uh, oh, and the violence, violence is and, beyond. Yeah. So to me, it was really strange because, um, and I'm not opposed to violence in shows and, or, or things, but because it's such a change from what it was before and what people went for and, and loved before, it seems so awkward and it, it really took away from it. Like, if it was a show that didn't have the Star Trek name, was just another space show, and they did that, it probably wouldn't bug me as much, mm-hmm. right? But because it has that Star Trek brand on it, and because they were doing what they did, it really bugged me. The other thing that bugged me is the uniforms. How the fuck are they going to have a uniform that doesn't match up with anything that was done in any of the, you know, it's like... Well, okay, so look at the movies. They don't just switch that quickly. Well, but they yeah. always had a, a theme-ish, right? <laughs> they always kind of stuck together a little bit. Yeah, but if you look at the move, the, the like the movies with 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 uh, when they when they brought back the original characters. Oh, when they reset it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously the 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 costumes. They still had different. the red and the gold. Yeah, you know, Blue. there's there's some in the. I don't know if this is the second season. I think it's right towards the beginning. But they have a character in there with kind of that beehive haircut. Uh, <laughs> it really is reminiscent of of the original series, and I I thought it was a really effective touch on trying to kind of uh, bridge the the style of right. of the old '60s with with what this with kind of retro look uh, of the future. It's it's a hard call. You're trying to uh, make something look look 
cool and science fiction without making it look like a toy. I, I still uh, would have. I still would have kind of at least played some, especially since I, they run into Pike. Yeah. Right? Well, okay. I think they do a better job, especially at the beginning of the second season when they're really okay. tied to. I mean, they've even got the the actual Enterprise there because. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. You know that's. And um, I'll, I'll watch. I'll watch the second season, but uh, those were some of the things that uh, that I was just like, Ugh. but I watched it because you recommended. You know, you said you know you were definitely into it because of the relationships and stuff like that. And I did. I did like some of that. Um, I really liked the first officer, um, Saru. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that character. Um, yeah, he then, he he does some growth in the second season. That's an interesting, cool. Uh, and then uh, I really like the ensign Tilly. The the redhead that's, oh yeah uh, cindy loves her she's totally in love with 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 her character well, I, she's 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 the innocence in the in the show and i think and maybe and maybe it's because i'm missing the rest of the innocence from uh the rest of the star trek yeah that maybe that's she's the one that's you know oh okay i can there's some innocence still there yeah yeah so um actually you know i know you talked about the doctor and the the chief engineer had they had their relationship um yeah. Right, and then when when all that stuff that happened with that, I was like, "What?" Okay, I wasn't ready for that. Um, <laughs> but the the chief engineer, I didn't like him in the beginning. He bugged the crap out of me. Yeah, but I liked him more at the end. Yeah, so. they they I think they kind of changed his character to make him more likable. He he became much more likable, um, especially yeah. in that Groundhog Day episode. He was he was a lot of fun. Right, right, yeah. Cool. Uh, so, what else? I mean, I know I know you binge watched. Uh, your, your, is there anything else you watch, kind of on a st- on a basic? Or I'm watching um, on Netflix, uh, Better Call Saul. That's right, the right. that's the they just they put out the season four. Uh, a it's few like months a prequel ago. Watched, to Breaking Bad. It's a prequel to Breaking Bad. I watched so I watched the first three seasons, and now I'm watching season four. I'm I'm doing it little by little. It's not as it's a little bit slower pace it's 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 a great show and it's nice how it's building up to a lot of the events that happened in breaking bad and introducing some of the characters before we uh you know before they go bad so so it's not just saul that you're seeing beforehand and he's got a a really interesting character character arc you kind of you're there's a lot of curiosity with how he becomes who he is because especially at the beginning of the series he's completely someone completely different different name everything and and he he, right right i well so I was cruising through Netflix and I saw that and I just watched, the, I guess it's kind of like a trailer or the beginning. And yeah, they're saying his, mm-hmm. his name was Jimmy instead of, yeah. uh, so I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, I never cared for his character in Breaking Bad. So it was nothing I ever was like, oh, I got to watch this. I mean, I, I didn't dislike him, but he wasn't like someone. I, but then again, I, I'm, I'm one of those people that that show was not like the, the, oh my God, that's the greatest show ever. It actually <laughs> irritated me quite a bit. Um, just the, and maybe it's what it was supposed to do is, is like, I just wanted to slap half the people in there just <laughs> so bad. I wanted to slap them. Um, so one, yeah. one thing I want to, I want to throw out there, you know, we're talking Netflix and Hulu and all these, all these streaming services. Uh, what, another thing I've been watching quite a bit of, and I'd recommend it for anyone who doesn't want to stick, you know, doesn't want to just watch entertainment is, is I'm, I'm watching a lot of do it yourself videos on google which nice. you know i'm you know I, I was building that barbecue now i'm doing that right, right. the countertop which is you know i'm making it more complicated than it needs to be but <laughs> but but i tell you 
going on Google and looking at, you know, how do you do this? There's so much good stuff on there and it's great to watch. And, and it gives you something to do while you're at home. Cause you know, Home Depot is still open. You can mm-hmm. run out to Home Depot and, you know, wear a mask, Just wear your mask. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, and get things, bring them back. And I've been doing a lot of work in the garage on, on, on things. It's been raining, so I haven't been doing as much outside work, but, uh, right. uh, but so not only, you know, binge watching shows, but also hitting, hitting Google just to find all those do it yourself videos. And, and right. I, well, that's, that's funny. So, uh, I've never been in a big into the YouTube, right. I've never watched a bunch of stuff on YouTube and just recently, mostly because I was trying to figure out how the hell to do this podcast and get this set <laughs> up and, and get the right equipment and stuff. I started watching oh. some YouTube videos and I found more and more things that are interesting. Some of them are just brain dumps, right? You literally don't get your five minutes back that you watched, but you, you still watch them. <laughs> but some of them are super interesting. But yeah, I found a lot of cool stuff about, uh, matter of fact, I was, I watched uh, probably a 20 minute one on about uh, mics and headphones and, and the right. right equipment for podcasts and stuff. And I was like, oh, that's stuff I never even thought about and just kind of cool stuff. So yeah, that's that's another cool thing is, is yeah, maybe people hopefully can get out and, uh, and uh, watch some more things like that. It's more help, help self-improvement or uh, home <laughs> yeah. improvement or self-help kind of things. Uh, the other cool thing is in, um, I think I posted this on our, on our uh, Facebook page, but uh, Audible uh, has a bunch of free audio books, right? That you can get. Um, and I saw that from somewhere else too. I can't remember where it was, but uh, you know, I, I'm, I've always been one that I love the audio. I, I, I love podcasts. Uh, I like the spoken word. I can I can listen to that stuff um, all day long. Probably much easier than music for me um, is just listening to people chit chat. And so, uh, yeah, that's one of the things uh, I actually re- I started listening to uh, the Harry Dresden books again because I know uh, I know you're reading Stormfront. And, I finished uh, the one first our, one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, we're gonna do a, a podcast on that one of these days because that's. That's by far one of my favorite series. So uh, to get prepared for that, I re-listened to, to Stormfront, and then I got all excited, went right into the next one, Full Moon, and finished that. I mean, literally, it took me like a day each. I was like, <laughs> Are they are they available on Audible for free, or is, is that uh, those ones aren't? Okay. I, I actually ha- I own those ones. That's why, but there's a ton of other. But I don't even know how many books are on there. I just know that Audible was had put a bunch of books out there because they were talking about uh, like especially for kids and stuff. So it's probably a lot more. Um, like classics and things like that. Um, and then some other things like that. Uh, I know Scribe had had the, the Harry Dresden books for a while. That's another pr- good program if you're into audiobooks um, or just uh, ebooks too. Um, it's a low cost, it's like $6 a month or something like that. And you get like almost unlimited uh, downloads of ebooks. And uh, they'll, they'll, they'll start to pull you back on audiobooks when you hit about four or five. But right. I mean, you can get a ton of books. They don't have them all, but they have a lot. I've listened to a lot of books through that one too. So yeah, that's kind of a cool thing. Sweet. Uh, so yeah. So other than, other than your outsiders and your, and your help, your self-help videos, any, any other shows that you kind of a weekly watch or. Um, I finished Picard. Um, no, I think that's, that's, that's probably it. Yeah, right you don't you don't do you don't do the the, the syndicated shows much, huh? No, because I know you guys don't have regular cable and you don't have Hulu, so you're not getting that. Live. That's you know, true. We get yeah. that is that's one of the things. I mean, so we watch we've been watching a uh, uh, Last Man Standing, 
with uh, Tim Allen. Okay. His, uh, love that show. That's, that's such a good show. It's so funny. Um, and that's on Hulu? That, yeah. Hulu is kind of cool because it's, it's um, you get a lot of the cable shows or the, the network shows. You just get them the day, the next day. Like you, you get to watch them the day after kind of thing. Right. Uh, so they got some really cool shows. So like Last Man Standing and there's also one called Stump, Ta- uh, Stump Town. Uh, which is oh man, it's a great show. Uh, just it's in its first season. It's a uh, it's um, the chick that plays Maria Hill in the Avengers series, um, and she's like a, a vet. Um, um, I think she's Marine, a Marine's intelligent vet um, who uh, comes home and she becomes a like a private detective, and it's you know she's just a normal. I wouldn't say normal because you know she hangs out at a bar, day drinks, and all this. You know just kind of like a normal person just fighting her way through life, but she's, she's uh, all the stuff that's going on. It's really, really a fun show. What'd you call it again? It's called stump town. Stump town. Okay. And that's on Hulu. Yeah. That's on Hulu. Okay. Yeah. And then, and then we watch, uh, you know, because I said, we'll, we'll watch TV with, with Alyssa. We watch the voice, which is the, the, you know, the singing competition, um, which I, I enjoy. Like it's not, it's, it's not the um, American idol where, you know, the, the judges make fun of the contestants and shit like that, which always irritated me. I, 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 I don't, I've probably seen a clip or two, but, uh, but I've got a guy at work that, that loves it. And he gives me, you know, you know <laughs> he gives you the lowdown, gives me the lowdown. It's like, oh, okay. See, you being a, mu- a musician, I would thought you would like something like that because it, I mean, they really have good singers on the show. I mean, they're not all in the same genre. So, I mean, there's certain people like I don't, I'm not as big into the R&B style. I just have a really hard time with that whole reality show forum, whether it's American (laughs) Idol or Dancing with the Stars or even The Voice, which I know is a little bit more, it's not as judgmental. Or at least I get the impression it's not as judgmental as... as, It's not at all. It's very uh, supportive, actually. Yeah, but I'm not... I know what you mean. Well, I, I also read some stuff, too, that you know most of these reality shows are so full of shit. They're all scripted. Um, it, that was one of them that brought up like survivor is one that is, is, was brought up that how much it's scripted. It would, would amaze people. Do you think like it's, that. do you think it's scripted ahead of time or it's kind of like rescripted in the editing room where they just kind of, no, I think it, got? I think it, this is one of the ones they say it's, it's scripted from the get go. Wow. Like, like they actually don't even, uh, from what, from what I read, they, uh, they actually go out and um, recruit people to come in and do the tryouts and stuff like that, rather than just the people coming in and doing their own. So, which is interesting. Um, and then another one, which is kind of fun, and you might like this one. I, uh, I'm pretty sure your wife would like it. It's called Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. Zoe's what? So- Zoe's um, Extraordinary Playlist. Okay. And so this is a, it's, <laughs> it's a very interesting show. It's, it's this, lady who works in a, a kind of a, a a digital tech firm kind of thing and uh she uh she hears people singing songs in her head like and they go through the whole no i mean it's the 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 the, the actors and the and the characters are s- actually doing the songs and these dance routines to these songs that only she is seeing and it's supposed to be like their inner monologues and stuff like that. It's it's kind of it's it's amusing and, and there's some funny stuff with it. But uh, I, I think you and Cindy would kind of like it. Are they all I kind think of original Cindy, songs? Kind of like no, no, they're all like they're all like old. They're like not old, but they 
they'll range from uh it's all stuff that's been on the radio all popular songs essentially i don't think i've heard anything original they're all like mostly i'm thinking of flight i'm thinking of flight of the concords which oh yeah no no favorite series oh right yeah that was that was more uh they wrote their own songs to well those were and those were funny songs too there were there were more comedy this isn't this is comedy but it's not comedy in the fact that the songs are real but it's not the best singers it's it's not the best situations it's kind of goofy um but i think you would like it it's kind of yeah. um pitch perfect right have you ever seen you saw those sure. movies, right oh yeah it's it's in that way a little bit um, that first where... that first pitch perfect is one of those rewatchable movies anytime it's on you can just keep oh i like the second one you the like second the second one, one, huh? Yeah. I love when they have like the in the house where they have the teams going against each other and like they get the guys from the Bay Pack. You dropped um, out. Sorry. Say it again. Your audio dropped the, out. The, I think yours is one of us is dropping out. I'm sorry, because you drop out on mine too. Um <laughs> in the second one, we're in there we're in there in the house and the it has the teams and it's the the team with the Green Bay Packers. Right, right. That uh, that to me is one of the funniest that that little whole time and that's when the german team starts singing uh and that just for something something about that whole thing there just cracks me up so much yeah so yeah, i remember that. but the first two are definitely good the third one mm, and this is all on hulu shark. right yeah this is okay. all on hulu see i mean um, i i'm willing to start getting some more services just since this is you know we're at home and and we i think we've had hulu in the past so um, I think right Hulu's now. worth it. You know, actually, with um, you, you still have Disney, right? Yep. So Disney did a um, Disney and Hulu are the same parent company with ESPN. And I know when I signed up for Disney, because I already had Hulu, it was only like four dollars more or something like that. I bet you they have the same reverse, where instead of being you know whatever the individual price was, it's like a a price break you end up getting espn also for like a dollar cheaper than if you bought one or the other by themselves okay i'll take a look i'll yeah. take a look yeah. super good there's and, and then, so much available right now and oh god on, yeah on, so it, it's it's almost like my son's been wanting me to watch clone wars with him which which i'd love to love to watch it but it's like you know you're already kind of you buried in a lot of these <laughs> you're always kind of you got- already kind of buried in all these series it's like well i just got to finish this first and but then i also got to you know, finish the barbecue yeah. at some point and got to get out. And well, it's funny talking about the cartoon. So the one other thing I watch that this is, this is my guilty pleasure, pleasure watch is um, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle 2012 cartoon. 2012. Like okay. 2012. It's, it's also on Hulu. So there's like five seasons of it with about 30, 24 to 30 episodes each. And I have like been like running through those. Like if I've got nothing else going on, I'll turn that on. Like I may not even be watching it, watching it, but I'll have it on and I'm almost done with it. But it's like, that's like my guilty pleasure one. Just, I mean, it's one of those things is like, it, it is such a, for a turtle fan, for someone who's read the <laughs> comics and stuff like that, they have so much of that brought from the comics and stuff like that is so good. Um, and it, I mean, it's, it's not, it's not a complete kids, you know, cartoons. There's some adult humor in it too, that may go over kids heads every once in a while. Um, but it's, it's just one of those guilty pleasure ones. So that's another one that's on Hulu. That's pretty good, but I, not that I expect you to, you know, jump on it. I could, but I could see you watching clone wars, you know, uh, being a star Wars fan. It's, it's kind of, they, these animated series that are, are really tight onto the genre and, and stay canon and stuff like that do a really good job. A lot of times. 
Nice. So. All right, you mentioned Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I'll mention one of my um, old school fans, fan, fan favorites from when I was when I was younger. But this isn't this isn't movies. This is music. Um, one of my favorite artists as a kid was the Smiths back in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Uh, they uh, uh, just were around for a few years uh, on the British British uh, pop scene, but they uh, they made a they really released some brilliant stuff. But then their lead singer Morrissey, who's you, everybody you knows love Morrissey. him or you hate him, I don't know. Um, or you love to hate him. Love to hate him. Yes. Um, <laughs> He's released some music that's that's good and some that's just like oh gosh eye rolling. But he just dropped a new album uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, I am not a dog on a chain, which which that that in itself is is a little eye rolling the, the the title. But it's got some really good music and and so if if you like if you like the old Smiths and if you like some of Morrissey's stuff that really stands out, I would say this is this is up there with some of his best stuff, um, which hasn't been the case for for his more recent material but this one is really good so that's just that i've been listening to that quite a bit too while i've been working oh, that's in my, cool in my garage workshop <laughs> see that's i um i don't tend to listen to music a lot uh, although other than like the other day i was listening to music say it um, again you you dropped out completely on that one so i was saying uh yes uh, the other day i was doing a lot of work and uh listening to music for that but yeah i don't listen to a lot of music but i mean you're more of the music guy, so I can see that. Yeah. So I'm only telling cool. you to repeat it because I'm the one recording. So, so if, if if I didn't hear it, that means that the recording isn't hearing it. So, if you're not hearing yeah, me, what... then it doesn't matter because the recording is hearing me. <laughs> well, good. Yeah, yours was dropping out on me, so I don't know. Uh, that's that's, good. that's 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 what happens with internet communication. We could probably sell, set some quality of service to try to bump the. Well, I don't know. I don't know if we can do that over the internet. Well, and it wasn't doing it earlier, so who knows? Anyways, I I'm pretty good with that. Um, I know next week or our next pod, not necessarily next week, because I think we want to try and do these a little sooner to get some some stuff out there. But we're gonna cover um, just other things on on the different streaming. You know, I got I know I got a list of Netflix stuff that I'm either currently watching or want to watch that, or something I've seen that I want to watch again. You know, my list is 15 deep right now, and that was just from a quick scrub today. And I know you were talking about doing the same thing with, you know, we got uh, the Amazon Prime. And then if you get on Hulu, you know, there's HBO, there's stars, there's there's so many. I mean, I didn't even think about Disney either, but I mean, there's a lot of stuff in there. Yeah. And most of these are offering some sort of, like, you know, one, two month free trial too. considering. I mean, they've expanded it a little bit to more more because of the shelter in place order that people are stuck at home and they want to want to offer them something at least for a little bit more time for free than uh, than normally would be the case. So. So you can get right. a hold of these services without having to to drop too much, too many dollars. Um, yeah. So I think I think what we'll do is we'll cut it short. We'll cut short here tonight, yep. uh, here pretty soon. But then, uh, like I said, I think uh, here in the next couple of days we'll we'll get together and we'll drop down uh, what we uh, what we plan on watching, uh, what we recommend for other people that may be interested. And like I said, we'll probably won't do deep dives on it because it, it might just be something I saw the trailer. Um, or, you know, looks interesting rather than like, oh, I watched this and you should watch it. So uh, hopefully people will come back for that one. And uh, other than that, anything else? No, that's good. Good. That's good. Yeah. So like I said, um, well, if you're listening to this, you probably know about our new new uh, spot on uh, the Podbean, uh, which actually has a whole podcast app. Uh, we're going to get on on uh, iTunes. Or not, I don't know why I keep calling it iTunes. It's Apple Podcasts. 
uh, we'll get on there pretty soon. I got, I just got to do some work to get that. What's the, and, what's the uh, website? Seize it. Dot pod. Seize it. Yeah. Seize it. Dot pod bean. Dot cat. Uh, S three E's and a Z. Yeah. It. <laughs> yep. All one word. Seize it with three E's and a Z. It at, or uh, not at, but dot pod com. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that, that should get you on our main page. Um, or you, you can also download the Podbean app. Um, on your phone and uh, or play directly from the website. What about Stitcher? That was the one that you had me uh, install on my phone so I could listen while I was driving. Um, I, I When I got Podbean, I looked and mm -hmm. I found some of the Podbean uh, podcasts on Stitcher. So I thought, well, maybe, I don't know how they create they, they Well, I think you have to, um, and this is what I have to do to get it on, on Apple Podcasts, and then there's Google Podcasts and Stitcher. Um, you have to send in a request to get them to uh, kind of like have that, have you in their mainstream. Right. Yeah. And then all they do is they basically just put a link in their their mechanism that basically links back to our, our Seize It uh, Okay. Uh, site so you can play it directly from there um and like i said uh we'll i'll put i'll still put you know links into our facebook group um you can always get a hold of us on the facebook group through messenger there or uh we have the email which is uh how we seize it uh with uh, uh periods between each word at gmail.com um and then uh or if you know i mean most of you hope probably know us personally somehow <laughs> you probably have our phone numbers just let us know what you think or whatever. Uh, yeah, and you posted for... you posted it on Facebook too. The the yeah. website, the pod yeah Podbean website. Yeah, I, I put a, I'll put a lot of stuff on a Facebook group, um, and then uh, sometimes even off on my own, uh, just to get you know. I we're, we're not we're not doing this for any kind of other thing. If you enjoy listening to it, what would be cool is if you tell us whether you like listening to it or tell us, hey, you're full of crap. Fix this, make it better. Um, all of that's you know. Any feedback's good feedback in my mind. Uh, so no, really, I, I'm serious. I, I would I would rather hear from someone saying, "Hey, I listened to it, and you know this was great. This sucked. Don't do that again. Um, you know, uh, if you did this, it would be better." Uh, I think that would be really cool. So yeah, if you guys want to reach out and let us know at any time, you know, that through the email or Facebook Messenger. Um, I'm gonna try and do. I, I know it's. I don't even do it for my own self, but maybe like an Instagram. Also, I, that's the new big thing. Um, Post some like images that. of yourself, some selfies. Right, some <laughs> selfies of us with headphones on talking into a mic so you can see what it's like, the, the glorious podcast life. Um, or, or maybe I'll, I'll, I'll get some pictures of us just watching shows. You know, that's always, you know, <laughs> right. that's always good. Um, no, actually, one of the reasons I was uh, was wanting to look into the Instagram and, and more on Facebook is uh, they have the live uh, videos you can do. And uh, I'm going to uh, I haven't seen one yet, but um, on Saturday, uh, a, a group of people I know are going to do a, a dual screen uh, live video on Instagram. Uh, okay. And I was like, wow, that'd be kind of cool. And, and people can interact with you when you're doing it. So. I was like, oh man, that'd be kind of cool. It's like we'd actually do a live stream and uh, see if anybody ever logged on and talked to us and cared, <laughs> other than the people that are probably in our house with us that are listening to us as we talk. Hey, and that's that's good enough. But uh, although yeah. although I tell you, it's good to see a, a face other than the faces that I'm seeing every day. So uh, I <laughs> <Yeah>. appreciate. <laughs> the Not video, that I don't like seeing is... their faces, but uh, but it's right. nice to see a new one. <laughs> no, no, I it's actually, actually interact that's... with too. 
Yeah, that's kind. Of, it, it's kind of what I was thinking too. Is like um, this is the new social socialization type thing. Now, if you could just find a way to do this, you know, in bars, that's it'd right. Be better. That's right. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> cool. All right, so I think that's it for us tonight. Um, we'll sign off, and then uh, we'll we'll see you guys with the next episode. Yep. Which Thanks will for be, joining us. Yeah, we'll we'll get back on our regular schedule at least once a week. Yeah, I, I, I'm hoping, I'm hoping with this new remote, if we can get it in, we can actually get a couple going out really soon. Especially with everybody uh, being, uh, you know, shelter in place, we can get some of those. Uh, hey, they hear some things out soon. All, All right. right, cool. All right, we'll sign it off. Good night, everyone. <laughs>